0: According to a recent study, a significant number of young Americans age 16 to 24 are neither working nor attending school, which can put them at risk for problems later in life. Here to talk about this is Jill Gonzalez. She's an analyst for WalletHub who conducted the study. Jill, tell us a little bit about this study and what led you to do it.
1: Well, as you said, I mean, we're seeing that this has been a growing problem throughout the past few years. And that really is due to many different things, whether it's policy issues, whether it's location, whether it's just environments with economic problems and a lack of role model. So these things follow children through youth and into adulthood, simply looking at the share of disconnected youth. So that's the population age 18 to 24 who are not attending school, not working and have no degree beyond a high school diploma. We also looked at the share of overweight and obese youth, those using illicit drugs, reporting heavy drinking, diagnosed with depression. So not only simply the share of the disconnected youth, but also these at-risk, oftentimes teenagers or young adults that then, again, are at more at risk for these things going into adulthood. So both just how prevalent it is and the behaviors.
0: And what are some of the problems that they're at risk for later in life?
1: Usually this can lead to things or at least have more risk for poverty, early pregnancy, violence, all of these things going into adulthood. I think that when we look at the percentage of the highest youth drug users, the highest youth poverty rate, homeless youth rate, a lot of those areas tend to be one and the same. So combating, you know, one of these issues, one of the metrics that we looked at usually has a snowball effect on others as well.
0: Is this problem getting worse? Is it staying the same? Is it improving? What's the track on that?
1: You know, it certainly depends on the state. I would say at the national level, we're seeing that this has been more of a problem over the past few years. So especially, I think, when it comes to those illicit drugs, when it comes to the opioid epidemic, I mean, those two topics really go hand in hand here.
0: Is there something that our lawmakers can do, policies that could be instituted that would help these kids?
1: Absolutely. You know, especially when it comes to the schooling, I think that's where the availability of education, health, social services to support youth, to support family well-being is important and oftentimes gets less attention than many other issues, depending on where these things are happening, especially places in rural areas that experience really high youth unemployment underemployment rates, drug use, I think that we really need to be focusing the policy in certain areas. Jill,
0: do you think social media is a factor here in that it does tend to sometimes isolate people and give them a false feeling of being connected?
1: I think so. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why we've seen a spike in this type of behavior is because social media can be so isolating. I think it can oftentimes, especially for young people, create this false sense of reality of what other people's lives are of what your life should look like so you know that's certainly something that's been talked about heavily in connection to this subject
0: and if i'm perhaps a parent or a family member and i see someone in my family who's kind of disconnected and in this younger age range is there any advice you would have to maybe intercede or do something
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the first step is regularly communicating with your adolescent, with your young adult kids, especially, you know, once they hit 18, I think parents have this sense of, you know, okay, I don't want to impose anymore, et cetera. But that might be a lot of times when your kids need you the most. So just because they're maybe off to college, just because they've started working, et cetera, doesn't mean that the communication should stop. So I think that's number one. You want to show interest in their academic and career goals, you know, make it clear that you care how they do in school or that you care how they're doing at work. And again, you know, this I think gets muddied after a child hits 18, but still set at least clear expectations regarding what you expect for their future, for their career.
0: Joe Gonzalez, an analyst for Wallet Hub, where you can check out the full study and see how your state does in the ranking. Jill, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. Anytime. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack, a weekly production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. If you'd like to learn more about our guests or topics or listen to past shows, our web address is InfoTrackRadio.com. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pair.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.